This is the Authentic Entrepreneurs Podcast with your host, Nick Foley and Stu Saunders. Here we go. This is what I got to say. Nick, I love this song. This is uh, the Scorpions. The Scorpions? Yeah. Is Rock Rocky like a lullaby. It's right? a hurricane. Man. Oh, hurricane. I wish I would have known that. Yeah. Rock me like a hurricane. Yeah. Made, made uh, a little famous again from Stranger Things. Yeah, was, I've never seen that. Well, it was in a, it's a TV show on Netflix. So it's not a movie at all. No, Netflix is a, a streaming service um, available to most of the world. Uh, anyway. Do you think that Netflix and like Hulu and all those like Disney and they're going to get their shit together? Because we're not going to be able to download all of them. Well, it's funny. I was listening to a podcast the other day. Uh, oh, by the way, welcome to The, oh, authentic, the authentic Entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs. I'm Stu Saunders. And I'm not. No, you are. That is that is Nick Foley. You just made Mikey laugh, and he always covers up his mouth. Like people actually like to know you're back there, yeah. and Nick and I are just talking to the wall. Yeah, they think that you're actually not real. Yeah, right. Mikey, just say hi. Hi. Wow, like, you sounded like. like um, I'd rather you not be real. Yeah. If that's your hi. Um, but uh, what was I saying? What a weirdo. What, what, what a weirdo. Anyway, oh hey man. Um, if you're listening to a podcast. Oh yeah, and it was. I don't know why you would. I like podcasts. Yeah, but I'd only listen to uh, It was actually with my, uh, it doesn't matter who it was with, but it was, well, it was Katie Sackhoff, who is uh, amazing. I love her very much. She's a great actress. She's on uh, Battlestar Galactica, uh, Longmire. Um, she's tons of great TV shows. But one of the things she was talking about was they were talking about the, the, the Disney Plus now that's out. And now there's also the Apple Plus, Apple yeah. TV Plus. And then there's Prime. HBO's got one now coming out, uh, or has one coming out. NBC's got one called Peacock. What a horrible name. It's yeah. called the Peacock. Yeah, because of the... Because that's our logo, right? Yeah. Uh, and then you got Prime, and, and, and you got Hulu, and you got, uh, in Canada, we have Crave, and then you've also got, obviously, the, the, the mammoth, you know, Netflix, one, Netflix. Yeah. And, uh, and she said, you know, eventually, we're going to pay, be paying as much money... Yeah, for all... For these <laughs> streaming services as you were for cable. That's so true, man. And uh, we're going to be exactly where we were 10 years ago, yeah. uh, before all this started, and then you're going to find them all gobbling each other up, and making conglomerates again, like yeah. three giant networks. Yeah, exactly. And it's all back to where it was. The only difference is you can control when you watch stuff. Yeah, I love that. I did. I, I read a tweet the other day. Is like, you all not talking about Disney Plus anymore. Your seven day free trial must be over. Exactly. <laughs> it's right? So true. Right. And so. and they're smart. They put out this Mandalorian show, which I like. Star Star Wars is a fairly successful. You don't care about it, I know. No, I love Star Wars, man. Yeah, Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yeah, he's he's like a um, Boba Fett. He's got a mask. He's and, like Boba Fett. What's Boba Fett? See, we're not going to yeah. talk anymore. All right. Um, but... Uh, we, we're, we're, we have commonality in other things. Yeah, we do. Yeah. But the point being is they're releasing them weekly. Oh, yeah. That's so when they opened up, uh, when they released Disney+, Plus, they had two episodes online. Nice. So you watch two, you're like, oh, my gosh, what happens next? Oh, my one-week trial's over. Yeah. And then you're buying. So then what does it cost to, to do Netflix? Or uh, Disney. Disney Plus. How much are they, Mikey? How much is the Disney one? It's eight ninety nine. Oh, or so it's 90 bucks for a year. Oh, so yeah. that's good. Like that's competitive with Netflix. Yeah, it's actually, actually much less than Netflix. Yeah, because Netflix is fourteen, like right? Thirteen ninety nine. Yeah, thirteen ninety nine. Yeah. yeah. yeah my I guess kids, so I, you rounded up to fourteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, my kids are are Disney fanatics, so I think it might be a good investment for us. I'll have to talk to my wife. You're literally is anything you everything, ever want to yeah. Pixar, Disney, uh, National Geographic, which has got some pretty cool stuff, and then they have a, a number of uh, 
of um, you know special shows just for yeah. the I'll pay the bills, shows. but it's over my pay grade to make a decision. Um, have, so regardless, <laughs> let's talk about this episode part two. Yes, Todd Herman, he's back. Uh, well, he's always, he never left. We just split it into two. We had to, man. He was just he just had, gave us so much knowledge, which is why I put uh, rock me like a hurricane because I felt like. Yeah. It was a hurricane of stuff coming out. Yeah, us. it was. It really was. It was like a fire hose of hurricane. You said fire hose, but I think a hurricane's more of a visual. I don't know. Like, have you ever got hit with a fire hose? No. But I guess I've never been in a hurricane either. So <laughs> I don't both, know. Both of those analogies are, <laughs> are, are relevant. really obsolete, yeah. Um, this is going off the rails pretty quick. Yeah. So, you know, without further ado, we should get right to it because we had a longer intro than we expected. Uh, by the way, thanks a lot for listening, if you do, and, and subscribing and helping us build this community. We are dedicated to bringing you the best interviews, the best guests, and some good knowledge yeah. from the two of us. Yeah. Like, you, thank you. For, you're doing a reflection. really good job at listening, folks. So thank you. Continue yeah. to do that. Um, and so get other listeners, too. Like, t- if you're at a dinner party and you're like, hey, what are you listening to? Be like, authentic entrepreneurs. Yeah, or share it on the social media. Yeah, share it on your socials. Be like, hey, what's up? I'm going to share the authentic entrepreneurs on my socials. Yeah, because this week we have part two of the incredible uh, author of The Alter Ego Effect, Mr. Todd Herman. Enjoy. I'm interested, uh, Todd, I'd like to talk a little bit more about 90 Day Year. Mm-hmm. Um, so the 90 Day Year, uh, I, I took that course. Yeah, Nick, Nick, uh, he loves it. It's a he game changer for it. me. Like I, I run, uh, as an entrepreneur, I run yeah. uh, two businesses and then a, a speaking business and then uh, a charity and a, 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 I teach, I'm a professor at a school, at a college. Yeah. And 90 Day Year was, was exactly what I was looking for uh, when, it was, when it came up on, I think it was on my Facebook and yeah. I just clicked it and it was like I, I can't, uh, well, here's the thing. I can't say enough about it because I, I implement like, you know, and I, I'm, I'm all about learning and reading and we'll talk about the alter ego in a second, alter ego effect. But the thing is with 90 years is it's one of the practices that I have in my office. I knew I was going to be interviewing you today. And I yeah. have like the protocols that you have closing the loop, uh, the priority yeah. matrix. And what was a game changer for me and my small little companies was the two week sprints. Mm-hmm. and how it just holds everybody accountable. So this is, I did it not last year, the year before. So this was my, um, so it's been one year at it. And I do the two week sprints specifically for a SaaS company that I started that to do a sport. Yeah. And I've been doing it re- like since the beginning of that program to the end of that program or whenever you introduced it in the program. So I'd like you to talk to our, our listeners because as an, it, that program was all, for the most part, I would think uh, yeah. in the community was all entrepreneurs. Everybody was there was an entrepreneur. My, yeah. my accountability partner was a entrepreneur in a little different realm. She was trying to do a podcast and things, but um, yeah. everybody was an entrepreneur. So I just, can you talk a little bit about the 90 day year and where it is now and how it, how you came to, to come to bring that to, to fruition? Yeah. So um, uh, first I'll tell about, talk about kind of my challenges that I found in my pursuit of being a better human being. And so I got into reading books. Now I'm dyslexic. I didn't get diagnosed until I was 21. And so reading was always a challenge for me. But once I, I, I learned how to photo read from this gentleman, Howard Berg, who had one of the original infomercials back in the late 80s and early 90s, he was the world champion in speed reading and memory. Uh, and real nerdy dude. Um, and uh, honestly, I say this out of like reverence and love for him because mm-hmm. of just what he did for me. But uh, kind of pop bottle glasses, like super. I mean, he was he was awesome. But anyway, I was living in Edmonton at the time, and he was coming to Edmonton to do a workshop, actually at the public access television studio. That's happened to be where, where it was. And I was like, oh well, I, I'm a, me being an extrovert, 
this is where self-awareness becomes key for everyone that's listening. When you know how you best operate, make sure that the decisions that you make lead back to your optimal level of operation. So me, I learn best in person-to-person contact. Yep. Okay? Like I love being around human beings. I like that kind of energetic trans, uh, trans, uh, uh, transition and transformation that happens between people. And, um, and I just find that there's some dynamic stuff that happens in a physical environment. So I'll, buy, I'll still buy programs, but then you know, I'll use it sometimes as a vetting way to, for me to sort through and find who's the best at something. Yeah. And then I'll go to that person. So Howard, I just was like, oh man, this guy's amazing. So I went to this thing and it was a three hour long uh, process of him turning, t- teaching how to photo read and, and use memory stuff. And he just took a liking to me. I was the youngest person that was there and uh, stayed for another two and a half hours until midnight. Actually, it was the, the, it sounds kind of cliche, but it was the janitor that actually asked us to leave. <laughs> and, and so, but he, he took me under his wing and just like really empowered me. Um, and uh, so I was always getting, my point about this was I was always challenged by, especially when it came to soft skill development, like mental game stuff or, you know, goal setting that People talk about things like discipline. I talked about focus, dedication, and discipline, FDD. And people go, great, great takeaway. I like that FDD thing, okay, that makes sense. It's in threes, human beings like to think in threes, um, wonderful. But then where do you take it from there? Like what's, like how can I now take that? And now that, uh, when I start piecing that thing together with operating principles of nature, the universe, like, creating an ecosystem how can i create an ecosystem meaning a development program that naturally gives people focus dedication and discipline yeah and that's where the 90 day year was born out of and 90 day year was actually born out of a conversation with a um uh, a hockey player it was a hockey player and a baseball player you played two sports but hockey and baseball are both very long seasons football wasn't a long season for high school kids yeah and I would, when I just tracking the numbers with him, you would see this performance dip in the middle of the season for him. So I was just like, oh, well, let's just break your season up into two seasons. Um, and so that's where the 90 day year thing came out of. And then his performance spiked. And because I'm on the field to play working with people, I'm, anytime I see an, like a change or a shift happen, then I go, okay, now what's the science? Why does that work yeah. that way? And then that's why, like, not at a year, I talk so much about how, you know, the studies that happened at Stanford Neuroscience Research uh, Lab or um, uh, University of California, uh, Santa Barbara, or University of Waterloo up in Canada on procrastination and avoidant behavior and how anything that any project or goal that goes beyond 90 days creates high levels of uh, avoidant behavior or procrastination. Great. So if that's the way that human beings operate, then let's create a system so that that doesn't happen. Yeah. So that's where the 90 year came out of was creating a system where the natural output is focus, discipline, and dedication. Because uh, the most successful people I found had one thing that they focused on. That's why in the 90 year, that's why even in the logo of the, the program, there is a target inside of the zero where yeah. there's a dot that's there. And that's to um, just visualize that there's one thing that you should focus on in the domain that we're talking about yours yours is entrepreneurship or your business what's the one goal of this next 90 days one goal only one Mm -hmm. goal only and um and then giving people now stacking it up with the actual tools that you use 
um, that wouldn't be dissimilar to things that people have already heard, but when packaged together in an entire system, that's what makes it work so well. Well, that's what I loved about it. And it was just the, to, to, to be like, you know, completely focused on that one thing. And for me, it was, I was focused on a business that wasn't into fruition yet, right? And yeah. by the end of that 90 day years, it was there. The only problem, the only thing that I regret was the fact that I was so gutted, I couldn't make the San Diego uh, <laughs> meet up because I had a yeah. speaking engagement at the exact same time and I just at the time it just didn't work but it was one of those things that you know well, I stop I, being so good at what you do yeah yeah there you go <laughs> well and I owe that to you so you're, you're you know you're welcome so thank no, you no you don't you know that's that's one thing that I don't like to take responsibility for is like you know there's a lot of people who have uh, testimonial pages and someone says you know they bought this thing and now they triple X their business and, and I'm always like okay well you would have X'd your business anyway you know maybe I accelerated it maybe I sped it up maybe I actually got you to enjoy the process more because a big part of um, the underlying mission of how we work with people is uh, peak performance is not only the achievement and the growth that happens, but it's also the enjoyment of the process, mm. well, the fulfillment of the process, because the process yeah. matters more than the outcome itself. Absolutely. And I totally agree. But you know what I did when I say that, when I give you that compliment, it's because I, when I was watching you and you're doing it and I was on the live, you know, the live videos and stuff, yeah. I was like, I, I, I felt validated, right? I felt like, oh, I'm not the I'm not a person on an island here. Like I, I no, love yeah. this kind of stuff. I, I get up for it in the morning. It's just it's my jam. And to, to yeah. see you like, you know, cultivate a business out of it and be like, oh, this is this is where I need to be. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and, and so that's where I looked at and like you may be right, but the reality of it was it just it gave me that validation of like, okay. There are other people yeah. on here that, that really focus on the process and love the systems and, and I'm a pragmatic person. So for me to be like, yeah. that makes sense. I can close the loop by looking at my community, by looking at my mental focus, my emotional focus. What was I eating? Was I physical? And I can score myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. That makes sense to me. And, and yeah. you really put that into, into fruition. So yeah, that's great, man. Yeah, man. That's so great. thank you. Well, you know, from there you go on to um, obviously the huge success of the alter ego, um, which has been huge. It's been, I all people talk about when I mention your name is, oh, I love that book. Uh, I yeah, love that. I love the whole, the whole process of the alter ego. It's been, um, it's been really fun finally getting this idea out to people um, after keeping it sort of tucked away and hidden inside of my business for the last 15 years because it became the thing I was known for. It became sort of my 11 herbs and spices to use Colonel Sanders as my repeated analogy yeah. inside of this interview. But uh, yeah, so when you become known for something, I had people since 2004 asking me to write this book um, because once they heard the idea, people's first reactions typically when they hear about the alter ego thing, they're like, oh, interesting. I've heard of that before but they're a little bit guarded because again, many, many people are so concerned about fitting in, not getting judged by other people that they want to make sure that, is this about faking it till you make it? Mm, what you talk um, about being, that's not good. No, it's not, that's not good. And, and even, I mean, language matters in, mm. in how human beings operate. We, I mean, we're the only thing on the planet that actually creates our worlds with language. Your choice of words really does matter in in your life because every single word that you use you have an association with that word like me the word sales or selling extraordinarily positive association emotionally mentally to that i know other people when they hear sales and selling they they don't have a positive association um and that's too bad because then they stay trapped by not especially if you're an entrepreneur or a business owner i mean i would just say good luck to you because um, you can still maybe fight through it but now the experience of your business sucks because you're doing something that you have to do 
because your business needs you to do it, but you're hating it the entire time. Well, that that doesn't sound like peak performance to me whatsoever. Yeah. So I need to help someone change their association with that word or those words, that meaning, so that they actually enjoy it when they're doing it. And so for me, sales and selling is me really just educating people so that they can make a really smart and informed choice that is going to help them you know, be more valuable in their life, um, do things more easily, more quickly, save them time, make them more money possibly, experience joy in life in a different way. And so it's a gateway to me, a gateway to a new opportunity for people. And I mean, I think it would behoove me and it would be me um, not you know, serving my purpose on the planet if I, when I find someone that I know I can make a huge difference to, because I can't do that for everybody, uh, not everyone is my customer or my client, but it would be wrong of me to allow someone to walk away from an interaction with me when I know that I can make a big difference and let them walk away. So it's that's like, no, 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 no. Like you, I, I, I'm, and I, and I've, and I've done this. People have seen me at events I, do this, and I say, no, 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 Stu, like I'm, I'm telling you right now, the only thing that's going to happen if you walk away from our interaction and we don't set up a time to talk or to move the ball forward is there is a, uh, a waste of time that's going to happen that you will regret. Not me, you will regret. Mm -hmm. um, I will regret in some ways not being a better communicator to you so that you see that this system, product, service, whatever is the right thing for you. But that's what's gonna happen. Like I'm, I'm, I will flat out call someone out on it what? because that's that's the purpose that well, I have. When we were at the Archangel Summit, uh, we were hanging out in the VIP room, and this guy came up to you, and uh, you know he he posed some question to you, had some doubt about doing something, and you like on a dime <laughs> changed your entire focus right exclusively to this guy, and you challenged his narrative about <laughs> himself. And his doubt, and it was. I just sat back and watched, and I thought, like, this was, it was, you know, it was only seven or eight minutes you spent with him, yeah. Um, but it, it like at a core level affected him. You could mm -hmm. see his whole thinking, just kind of like ah, like just you really yeah. challenged it, and it was amazing to watch. Well, that's well, that's great to hear. Um, I remember that guy too. Uh, but I'm mean, in my core. I'm just natural coach. I almost can't turn it off yeah. in some ways, which is great. But. Um, yeah, so the, but the alter ego thing. So it's been fun getting that out there and, and, and then people establishing a new association because really that's why it's called the alter ego effect, effect yeah. not the alter ego method. There is a method that's inside the book, but what I care about people understanding is the alter ego effect is that it, the alter ego itself is the mechanism, is the mental tool that elite people in sports and business, public figures, you know, Martin Luther King, Winston Churchill used to help draw out of them their real capabilities, mm -hmm. yeah. unencumbered by the narrative of them thinking that they couldn't do something or they're not the right person or I'm too short, too tall, too fat, too white, too black, too Catholic, too Jewish. Again, like we, <laughs> there's a whole potpourri of different um, puppet strings that can hold people back. Sure. And, uh, you know, but the alter ego is this amazing disassociation from a narrative of yourself that might get in your way and attaches you to a new idea that more easily 
gets what I think are natural capabilities or true capabilities out of someone. And uh, yeah, so it's been it's been fun finally getting that idea out to people. Yeah, and we don't we don't have the time to dig into the alter ego. Oh no, I, but I, I want to I want to dig into it. I yeah. want to like have a one on one. I've never been more cognizant of thresholds going into rooms, though. I'll tell you that, Todd. Because uh, you know, I know, you're like that's it, right? Yeah. And that's the yeah. that's that for it. me is the game changer, brother. And I was just like, here we go. I mean, the fact that I wear these glasses is because of that. I mean, I need glasses anyway, but it's just yeah. recognizing the rooms that I go into yeah. and being like, but yeah. we'll. You know, you're coming. Um, you're coming to Epic um, in May. Which can't I, wait. I can't even tell you how excited we are. The authentic entrepreneurs are brought to you by. Hey, it's Stu Saunders from the Epic Community and the Authentic Entrepreneurs. I just want to jump on here real quick and let you know that this May 2020, we're running the Epic Community event again. It was such a success last year and an incredible return ratio, 100%. But don't take my word for it. Listen to what those who were there, listen to how they feel about it. My brain and my heart are so full. It has soul. And I think this is the start of something very special. It's been real. You won't be disappointed. Blown away. Absolutely flawless. Perfect. You know that you're just around like the most amazing humans. Great experience, great people, great minds, great dis discussion. One might say, this is epic. That is just a sampling of what people thought about the Epic community. So do yourself a favor, go to theepiccommunity.com, apply to be a member, and join us this May 24th to the 27th in Toronto, Ontario. Yeah, what are you going to bring to that group? What are you going to share with them? Oh, as much fire as I possibly can. <laughs> yeah. You'll love the room. Uh, um, well, I mean, I, here's the thing. I don't actually know. Um, I don't know what I'm going to bring because every every single situation and circumstance is so different. You know, you your your job, Stu, is to put all of the different ingredients into a bowl and then just find out what the magical elixir is that comes out the other side. And that's why for all of us, the most important thing when we're building communities, building families, building cultures is the curation of the people uh, because all it takes is you can have you can have the right recipe to create a phenomenal dish but if you put in something that's rotten it's not going to change the outcome which is a rotten dish that's going to make someone sick mm -hmm. and so uh, I don't know because every you know I, I keynote at a lot of different events and every event is a different experience for me I know I'm going to try to I'm, I know what I'm going to do I'm going to bring my absolute best to that um, cause maybe right. unlike someone who thinks that thinks of themselves as like shy or an introvert, I just love being around human beings. And so for me, it's like a vacation. I love yeah. it. And, and, and our, our faculty, Jonathan Fields and Phil Jones and everyone's just so terrible pumped. human beings, terrible people, <laughs> what terrible people yeah. Yeah. pumped to have you there. Listen, how do people get a hold of you? What's your, uh, what's the, the digits or the uh, connection? I'm. I have you. a I have a little perch outside of our uh, patio in New York that accepts carrier pigeons. <laughs> um, <laughs> Smoke signals. Yeah, toddherman.me is my uh, home base on the interwebs, and uh, on there, you know, you can go to find me on Instagram. Yeah. You can search me, and you know, look for this mug that's there, and uh, Facebook, and everywhere else. And we've got I'm, I'm launching a I had a really successful podcast for uh, 
uh, a period of time that was in like, you know, I was lucky enough to be in the top 100 grit and hustle. And uh, I'm excited about relaunching another show, uh, really diving into um, the stuff between the ears and right. with people. Last, uh, so, yeah. Last quick question. Darth Vader's behind your head. Yeah. You said at the beginning, you tell us why. Yeah. So um, up there for a couple of reasons. One is most people... Uh, so Joseph Campbell is one of my heroes, and uh, he's actually the inspiration for my uh, original business alter ego that was uh, Super Richard when I put on those glasses when I was terribly insecure about how young I looked when I was starting my practice and it was causing me to not you know, make the calls I needed to make to book workshops and speeches. Um, Joseph Campbell was one of the three sources of my inspiration for how I wanted to show up. And so, you know, Joseph Campbell, if you don't know him, has this phenomenal framework called the hero's journey many hollywood movies are basically you know based off this he is a, a, a mythology researcher passed away but you know decoded all of the myths and legends across all the different cultures and he found that there's this natural pattern that existed and when you think about how most people how they lead their lives they're constantly avoiding entering the cave. Um, they're constantly avoiding that dark, shadowy area. It could be even their personal trauma. It could be the pain that they've, instead of, of and so they avoid things and they carry this stuff with them. And so Darth Vader to me is there as a constant reminder uh, that every single day, I wanna choose the hard stuff. I wanna choose the tough stuff. And, and that because it ties in so deeply to this um, resonant way that I want to make sure that I operate um, in life, which is I, I really don't want to let uh, leave leave I don't I want to leave everything on the field. Mm -hmm. I want to I want to do it all. I want to eat it all, um, and and I can't do that if I allow the worries and the judgments that I could perceive as coming at me from other people um, to stop me. And so Vader is there to remind me to uh, face down the shadow every single day. Love it. Love it. The second reason he's there is he's a working Darth Vader. He is a very expensive working helmet uh, that when I put him on, changes my voice, everything, and goes <laughs> all that kind of stuff. Um, and uh, and I one of the one of the caves that I always avoided entering was writing. Now, it's hard to write a book. Um, if you're going to avoid writing and uh, a big part of the alter ego process is an attitude of playfulness because that's what we did as kids when we played with this idea and uh, playfulness is that is one of those important parts of the process to activate zone and flow state because it releases tension it releases the stress a golfer can't hit a really great shot when they're gripping the grip really tight same as a hockey player can't you know um, blast a snapshot or a slap shot if they're gripping the stick too tightly. So there has to be a bit of a loose grip that's there. Same thing in the mind. How can I create a loose grip on the pursuit of whatever I'm going to be going after? Playfulness is the loosening of the grip. Wow. Now, how do I do that? I put on the Darth Vader mask for all it takes is about five to 10 minutes, but I put on Darth Vader's mask anytime I'm about to write something because it is in freaking possible to take yourself seriously while you're <laughs> tapping away at a computer when you're wearing a Darth Vader helmet <laughs> and just that greases the slide towards me getting into writing the stuff that I want to write I about. I love that. Yeah, that's um, great. So anyways, and it's also me 
wearing the mask, yeah. wearing the shadow, wearing the thing. And I, I happen to freaking love Darth Vader yeah. um, in the Star Wars, uh, not even trilogies anymore. So <laughs> that's why he's there. Many purposes. Loved it. Todd, thank you. Thank you, Absolutely. thank you, thank you. This was awesome. And I, we could have done a lot more time with you, so we appreciate you giving the time you had. Well, I'm glad it was only this amount of time because i got nothing left. Like, that's all I've got. Awesome. There's no more information I can give anyone. There's no more value I've got. So, yeah. Yeah. now this is, this is great. I uh, love what you guys are doing and appreciate the opportunity to come in and share some stuff with your crowd. And we'll see you in May. Absolutely. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Okay. All right, well, that's it. That's the second episode done. That was... Epic, to use a, a, a great term, epic. Uh, what's your takeaway? Yeah, man, he's he's got a lot of stuff going on in his head. What a smart, smart guy. I love the, the, the fact that he was, when he talked about choosing the hard stuff, he's like, I, I'm not going to shy away from going in the cave and, and, you know, doing the hard stuff. So I really thought that that was a, a really great takeaway for me. I mean, I, I was just, he's got so much, but... Um, the choose choose the hard stuff to, to get things done. I, I feel like that's that's you know he talks about where the growth lies and things of that nature. And I just think it was such a compelling episode, man. This guy's got so much insight, and it's, I'm so much. I can't wait to continue to learn from him. Yeah, uh, and I also like that way he uses the Darth Vader mask. Yeah, he just rock puts it on, rocks it. Yeah, like yeah. writes. Yeah, writes with his. You're a writer. What do you do? You do that? You're gonna start doing that. You probably got a Chewbacca mask or something. You know, first off, kudos <laughs> to you for knowing that's a Star Wars yes, character. Yes, nailed it. So, <laughs> good you. for you, Chewbacca. You couldn't tell me what he looks like. No. Well, no, I know. He's the hairy guy. He's, he's the, the hairy guy. God, I can't do the voice. Can you do the voice, Mike? <laughs> Did you hear that? Amazing. Probably didn't hear that, but that was Mikey doing the uh, the Chewbacca call. Uh, oh, if Ian Tyson's listening, uh, he, yeah, he, just, he actually gets super excited when he gets a chance to do his Chewbacca call. Really? He's got a Chewbacca oh, call? He loves doing it. He loves doing all his voices and characters. Ian Ian's Tyson. a friend of the show. We'll friend call him the, one of these days and get him to do a Chewbacca Friend of the show, call. great speaker, uh, and uh, a, a food cooking dynamo. dynamo. Um, you know, my part was FDD. Um, did you like that? Yeah, focus, um, dedication, and, and discipline. discipline. Yeah, yeah, focus, dedication, discipline. I, I like that. And he, he kind of worked that into your 90-day mm. uh, year program where it's like you have to be focused and dedicated um, and be disciplined to, to be focused on uh, – to be focused and dedicated and that discipline to be focused and dedicated. I think exactly yeah. what he said. It's like a circle back, right? I really yeah. love that. It's just like you got to be disciplined to be focused and dedicated. Yeah. And I'm just like so simple. Yep. It's, it's a pretty profound statement. I think it's probably a, a, a real challenge for a lot of entrepreneurs who are trying to do the quick fix, the quick get rich schemes, the yep. get followers. You don't have the focus, you don't have the dedication, and you don't have the dis- discipline, which is why most podcasts don't make it past 10 episodes. Yep. And we are on over 60 now. Yeah, um, I mean, it feels like 160. Yeah. So I, I was great. Todd Herman's great. That was wonderful. He's a good dude. After we finished the uh, recording, he actually said, I got something else for you guys. And he gave us a little bit of something he's working on. Yeah. Um, all about uh, rituals, rituals, which was really great. And I actually really enjoyed that. And I said to him, I, I wish we could do another entire half an hour just on that ritual piece he was talking right. about, which I'm sure he'll talk about at Epic. Yes, he certainly will. Um, he's going to bring the fire, he said. I'm going to bring the fire. Yeah. Yeah, which is great. So um, thanks, Todd. And um, thank you. Thank you all. For listening and uh, and and subscribing and etc 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 like us subscribe share where uh, podcasts are found and they're everywhere. found everywhere now yeah. you can find podcasts literally under your couch yeah uh, next week by the way um, we're gonna have our uh, festive nope festive. festive special oh I love that one because that's the one we get loaded right 
Just kidding. <laughs> Mikey does. <laughs> That's the one where he gets drunk on eggnog. And then Can you get drunk on eggnog. And Probably. then on the YouTubes, which people don't watch, yeah. we get a lot of we have a lot of listeners, but people don't watch on YouTube. I don't know why. Like, like our last episode or two episodes ago, I don't know what it was. One we did with uh, Scott Stratton about three episodes ago. Um, you know, it was an amazing episode. I think it was like 18 people have watched it on, on YouTube. Yeah, on, but I mean, like, YouTube. I think people, get, you know where you get pod, you know, like I came up here, you came up here today, you know where we listen to a podcast? In the car. Yeah, I watch them when I'm driving. Yeah. Is that safe? No, you should not be doing that. Mm-hmm. We actually do not condone that. No, we don't. But like, if, if you uh, if you do want to watch it next week for our Festa special, Nick and I will be in full. Yeah, we'll be in garb. Full holiday garb. Festivus. Festivus, the festival. What's that from? It's Seinfeld, from Seinfeld. Right? Yeah. Festivus, the festival for the rest of us. Yes. Feats of strength. Exactly. Um, anyway, uh, on that note, my friend, um, thank you for uh, making the trek down to our studio here in the beautiful yeah. Kitchener-Waterloo area. You too, man. Love it. I'm Stu Saunders. I'm Nick Foley. And until next time, keep being authentic. Thank you for listening to The Authentic Entrepreneurs. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Until next time, keep being authentic.